In today's show, I'll be breaking down the latest Bitcoin technical analysis as the entire market is consolidating. We'll also be discussing breaking news. Grayscale executives Barry Silbert and Mark Murphy quit the board of directors and have officially resigned. Uh, Max responded to this, something wicked this way comes. I'll be sharing the latest conspiracy theories. We'll also be discussing spot Bitcoin ETF inflows could dwarf all 150 crypto ETPs today. And speaking of ETFs, Ethereum ETFs are pushed back to May and the Bitcoin ETF approvals are set for this January, just a couple of weeks out. We're also going to be discussing the Bitcoin hash rate hitting a new peak. And uh, quoting Max Kaiser, the implied hash adjusted price for Bitcoin is now over $400,000 per coin. I'll be breaking down the latest price predictions from Max Kaiser, as well as a bonus prediction from uh, Anthony Scaramucci. We'll also be taking a look at the overall crypto market. All this plus so much more in today's show. Yo, what's good, crypto fam? This is first and foremost a video show. So if you want the full premium experience with video, visit my YouTube channel at CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Again, that's CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Now, welcome, crypto fam. How is everyone's Christmas. Please do let me know. Welcome, everyone. This is pod episode number 1503. I'm your host, JV, and today is December 26th, 2023. Let me know how your Christmas holiday was, and hopefully you were able to celebrate it with us on the channel as we had a late night stream uh, last night, which was pretty lit. But anyways, fam, without further ado, let's kick it off with our market watch as we do each and every day. You should be able to see Coin360 on your screen. It shows Bitcoin down 3% on the day, trading just above 42000 1,300. Solana had a big pullback down 11.5%, trading just under $108. ETH down 2.5%, trading back under $2,300. AVAX down 9%. And BNB, the only gainer at as far as the top cryptos are concerned, up 11% on the day. I hear that's because people were dumping Solana on the Binance exchange, driving BNBs price up. And to get a more uh, broader perspective over the past 30 days, let's check out the markets. Bitcoin is still up 12% on the month. Ether up less than 7%. Solana still up 83%. BNB up 26%. Cardano up 50%. AVAX up over 100%. Really, the only top coin that didn't move uh, this past month is XRP, still in the red. Unbelievable. Now checking out uh, coinmarketcap.com. We're currently sitting at a 1.65 trillion market cap with 72.5 billion in volume in the past 24 hours. Bitcoin dominance on the decline, now at 50.3%. Ether dominance, also interestingly enough, on the decline as the alts continue to pump, which ultimately means people are taking out of their Bitcoin and purchasing more alts because the alts have been pretty lit, I would say, for the past month. Uh, in fact, let's actually, we'll check out Crypto Bubbles next and I'll show you what I'm talking about. But anyways, here's the top uh, gainers for the past 24 hours. We have SEI up 26%, Pancake Swap up 21%, and Mina slash Mina Whatever, however you pronounce that, up 14%, followed by BNB and Render. Now, which altcoins are you most bullish on for this bull run? Let me know in the comments below. And checking out the crypto bubbles on the day, only a handful in the green, as we mentioned earlier. And zooming out on the month, still virtually every major top 100 altcoin killing it. You have Sats up 435%, which is a meme coin that came out of nowhere. It's already within the top 50 uh, cryptos of the world. And I didn't even know it existed a few weeks ago. Ordi is also up over 200%. Beam is up almost 100%. 
excuse me, Injective is up 130%, HNT 156%, Osmo 149%, Woo almost 90%, SEI 123%, Bonk 276%, Stax 134%, BitTorrent 145%, ICP 94%, Celestia 122%. Just massive overall gainers. That's why I say it seems like we've been having a alt season here, and uh, that explains why the Bitcoin dominance and the Ether dominance are currently on the decline. And checking out uh, the Crypto Greed and Fear Index, we're currently rated a 71 greed. Yesterday, 73. Uh, last week, a 73. And uh, last month, a 73. So there you have it, family. Let me know how many of you are currently bullish on the King Crypto and how do you feel will likely to end this month of December and finish out 2023? Do you think the high is already in at 44,750 for the year? Or do you think we're gonna break that here this week? But without further ado, we have so much to cover. So now let's uh, kick it with our Bitcoin technical analysis. Check out the charts where the Bitcoin price action is likely to go next. Here we go. Uh, the headline reads, Bitcoin price dips to 42.2 as Solana comes off 20-month highs. That's right. Solana tapped, I think, 120 yesterday. Uh, Bitcoin took a fresh step down December 26th as analysis blamed seasonal trends for the Bitcoin price weakness. Here you're looking at the Bitcoin one-hour candle chart. Uh, data from Cointelegraph and TradingView showed Bitcoin hitting 42.2, down 2% on the day, its lowest in about a week. Neither a Santa rally nor a holiday surprise greeted Bitcoin bulls over Christmas and head of the Wall Street return. Crypto markets continue to struggle. Commenting on the recent Bitcoin price moves, trading resource, material indicators argue that the final days of this year were bound to create problems, quoting the analysts here. Year-end profit-taking and tax-loss harvesting are going to strengthen the headwind for the Bitcoin bulls. Watch to see if they can reclaim the 21-day moving average before tonight's D candle close, referring to the daily candle close. And here you're looking at the Bitcoin one-day chart with the 21 moving average. Now, material indicators reference the 21-day simple moving average, which at the time of this article stood at 43100 which is around $400 above the spot price. And earlier, we had co-founder Keith Allen stressing the significance of the 21-day trend line as support in the recent months, quoting Keith Allen here's, uh, woke up to sub 43000 BTC, the 21-day moving average has served as technical support for Bitcoin since mid-October. It is worth noting that we saw this key level breached December 17th. The bulls need to reclaim it to keep the rally going. And a printout of the Bitcoin order book liquidity on the largest global exchange, Binance, did little to lift the mood. This showing bids at 37,000 and lower, increasing through the second half of December. And continuing on order book trends, we had SKU likewise suggest that the market participants were preparing for further downside. Quoting him here, looks more like shorts positioning for a break lower in which these shorts will want to see continued spot selling else. They will be forced to cover around 43 thousand. And he also mentions here the Bitcoin, Binance, Bybit, open interest and Delta open interest had already been stacked back on here with tight price compression, which often leads to volatility. Now let's discuss Solana retaining the lion's share of the major gains. In contrast to Bitcoin and the largest altcoin, Ethereum, both Binance Coin and Solana continue to put in impressive weekly performance. I mean, yeah, Solana is probably one of the top gainers of the top cryptos in the past month. And today we're seeing pretty significant BNB price uh, assurgence. And I think this is because many of the people dumping uh, the whales, that is, dumping their Solana now that they have gained massive gains, hence driving the price up of BNB. And for crypto analyst Mikhail Vendepop, uh, he shared the following. Retests uh, took place and found sufficient amount of support, which means that quarter one is likely bringing a 2x on the altcoin market. 
capitulation. Let me know if you agree or disagree with the analysts. So there you have it, my crypto fam. Where do you feel the end of December will likely to take us as far as price action is concerned? Please do let me know. And yes, happy hodl days. <laughs> Good stuff. But anyways, uh, let's kick it with our next story of the day. This is the latest with Barry Silbert, the CEO and founder of Genesis, which is the parent company of Grayscale, which owns the GBTC product, which is the largest hodler of Bitcoin on the planet. They currently hold over 620,000 BTC. So red alert, Barry Silbert officially stepped down and resigned right before the ETF launch. What's going on? Let's see if we can read between the lines because Max uh, is kind of blowing the whistle here. In fact, he just tweeted something wicked this way comes, referring to Barry Silbert resigning as Grayscale chairman. This was baked in the cake. So what's going on behind closed doors? Let's discuss it. Crypto investment firm Grayscale, the operator of the Grayscale Bitcoin Trust, announced the board uh, resignations of prominent executives. We have Barry Silbert, founder and CEO of Digital Currency Group, DCG, the parent company of Grayscale, resigning from Grayscale's board of directors. The firm officially announced this today, December 26, in its 8K filing with the US SEC. And according to the filing, DCG president Mark Murphy has also announced his resignation from the Grayscale board, which makes it that much more interesting. Both resignations are effective January 1st, so it gives them a few more days. Uh, with new members, uh, Mark Schiff and Matthew Kummel and Edward McKee joining the board. Quoting them here, effective uh, January 1st, 2024, the board consists of Mr. Schiff, uh, Mr. Kummel, and Michael Sun and Shine, and Mr. McGee. Oh, what a cool name, Mr. McGee. He also retains the authority granted to them as officers under the limited liability company agreement of the sponsor. Grayscale is one of the 14 firms that have filed with the SEC for their spot Bitcoin ETF and has been actively engaged in discussions with the regulators regarding its Grayscale Bitcoin Trust, one of the largest crypto investment firms in the world. No, I believe the largest. Grayscale has been working hard to launch its spot Bitcoin ETF, winning a lawsuit against the SEC for Bitcoin ETF review back in August of 2023. However, it remains to be seen what the latest board changes would imply specifically for Grayscale. Some online commentators have linked the resignations to possible approvals of Grayscale's spot Bitcoin ETF, uh, quoting uh, BitGrow Lab here. I guess Bitcoin ETF is a done deal now. However, I have to say, the SEC is busy stuffing crypto industry with ex-Goldman guys. So it's like they're replacing everyone who are the big heads of crypto, kind of like CZ got replaced. He had to step down and ultimately resign as the CEO of the largest crypto exchange in the world. Then they just replace him with a World Economic Forum member. So maybe something similar going on. They're replacing the top heads in suits with people who are ultimately Goldman guys, as they put it. We know also the uh, chairman of the SEC is also a Goldman guy. That's how he became wealthy. We're talking about Mr. Gensler, currently worth over $100 million. So breaking, Barry Silbert resigns from the board of Grayscale Investments. And here's the official announcement, which was signed. Is this a sign of a Bitcoin ETF? What are your thoughts, fam? Let me know. And according to the Grayscale uh, 8K filing, the company's new chairman, Schiff, almost sounds like Peter Schiff, <laughs> too close, is a 64-year-old financial expert with a significant background in finance and banking, currently the chief financial officer of DCG. And before joining DCG, Schiff served as the CFO of the cloud-based solutions firm, Build Trust, and as the CEO of Green Dot, a mobile banking platform. He also led teams at JPMorgan Chase and Goldman Sachs. Well, red alert, red alert. There you have it. It is someone from Goldman Sachs. They 
they weren't exaggerating. Now, anyone from JP Morgan or Goldman Sachs, in my humble opinion, cannot be trusted. What are your thoughts? Specializing in mergers and acquisitions, advisory and tax asset investments. So there you have it. And what are your thoughts with Max Kaiser here blowing the whistle? And in fact, we're going to dive a little deeper down that rabbit hole a little later on in the show. Discuss spot Bitcoin ETFs. And yes, uh, Merry belated Christmas. Feliz Navidad. I think uh, Kwanzaa is officially today. Correct me if I'm wrong. And also Hanukkah. So we're all celebrating this holiday season together. Let's break down the latest with the spot ETFs. ETFs. Uh, the headline reads, spot Bitcoin ETF inflows could dwarf all 150 crypto ETPs today, an ETP uh, being exchange traded products. Now, the U.S. approved spot Bitcoin ETF funds could end up dwarfing the entire 50 billion crypto related ETF market of today. According to new data from the BitMEX research, the current global market for the crypto exchange traded products includes approximately 150 products totaling 50 billion in assets under management as BitMEX announced here. Now the list includes spot and future funds and typically track the performance of Bitcoin and Ethereum. The largest ETP on the list is Grayscale's Bitcoin Trust, which is currently attempting to be converted into the spot Bitcoin ETF product. Now, market commentators believe the approval of a spot Bitcoin ETF widely pegged to the be approved by the SEC as early as January 10th. Let me know if you think we'll likely get that approval by then. Could eventually double the amount of money invested into crypto ETPs. I say we more than double. I'm talking about like going crazy here because just the top asset managers, if you really fathom how much wealth they have, it's like close to 30 trillion. So let that sink in. December 14th, crypto investment fund Bitwise predicted that spot Bitcoin ETFs would be the most successful ETF product ever launched. I agree with that. Let me know if you agree. Expecting them to capture some $72 billion worth of assets under management within the next five years. Personally, I think that's extremely conservative. I'm anticipating trillions entering the market. Uh, let me know your thoughts. Now, offering a more sober outlook, global fund manager Van Eck estimates that roughly $2.4 billion would flow into the spot Bitcoin products in the first quarter of 2024. And while a spot Bitcoin ETF has never been approved in the US, such a product is far from a brand new development in the global context. Several countries, including Canada, Australia, and Germany, already allow investors to buy shares in their spot Bitcoin ETFs. So United States, Mr. Kensler, what's, what's up, dog? The optimism around spot Bitcoin ETF reflects the wider trend of institutional investment in crypto investment products over the past few months. December 21st, uh, that was a few days ago, a report from ETF research firm ETFGI revealed that crypto ETFs listed across the globe have attracted year-to-date net inflows of $1.6 billion, with $1.31 billion of that sum being added in November alone. This total investment is nearly double the $750 million net inflows into crypto ETPs in the year 2022. And here you can see in the chart, $1.3 billion added to the crypto ETFs in November alone. And of the 150 crypto funds, the top 20 ETFs attracted the largest volume of investment, with a total of $1.3 billion flowing into them over the course of this year. Now, the ProShares Bitcoin Strategy ETF, BITO, launched during a crypto bull market back in October of 2021. And it was in November where we hit the all time high of 69,000 and a market cap all time high of over 3 trillion, witnessing the largest individual inflows, capturing an additional 278 million dollars in 2023. So there you have it. I'd love to know your thoughts. How many of you think we do get that green light from the SEC before January 10th? And do you think it'll be a basket of multiple ETS being 
ultimately accepted at the same time? Or do you think they'll give a first movers advantage to a handful of those 13? Let me know your thoughts. But anyways, uh, we still got more to cover. So we just discussed the spot Bitcoin ETFs. Now let's discuss the Ethereum ETFs, right, which got pushed back, I believe, to May. Here's the latest of what's going on. The US SEC is pushing back its decision on several Ether ETFs to May 2024. The agency delayed its decision on the hashtag NASDAQ Ethereum ETF and the Grayscale Ethereum Futures ETF. The hashtag Ether ETF aims to hold both spot Ether and future contracts, while Grayscale's Ethereum Future ETF is seen as a Trojan horse that would corner the SEC into allowing Grayscale to convert its Ethereum trust into a spot Ethereum ETF. Now, in the filings, the agency said it was instituting proceedings that involve gathering further public input around whether or not the ETFs should be listed. The agency also pushed back its decision on the Van Eck Spot Ethereum ETF and the Spot Ethereum ETF lodged by Kathy Woods Ark Invest and 21 shares. However, some analysts still expect approvals by early 2024 regarding the Bitcoin Spot ETFs. So it seems like Bitcoin clearly is going to get the approval first, then they're going to worry about Ethereum after is how I'm translating this. What are your thoughts? Bloomberg ETF analysts James Safart and Balchunas anticipate the US SEC will approve the spot Bitcoin ETF January of 2024. They still give it a 90% probability, FYI, despite multiple last uh, minute amendments and applicants scrambling to add their proposals. Safeheart shared his observations about BlackRock's latest spot Bitcoin ETF update, which accepted the SEC's cash redemption system instead of the in-kind redemptions of those implying non-monetary payments uh, like BTC. The analyst noted that multiple applicants such as ARC, Bitwise, and Valkyrie have already set up the cash-only model, while some, including Grayscale and Wisdom Tree, still have in-kind or cash in their filings. And it seems they're not going to be accepting any of those in-kind. Uh, I mean, they're looking for the cash kind, clearly. Hence why they're all updating them, including BlackRock. So in mid-December, uh, finance lawyer Scott Johnson predicted the ETF apps would eventually have to bend their knee to using the cash creation and redemption model for their ETF. That's what it seems like to me as well. The court in Monte, if I'm pronouncing this right, Montenegro canceled the extradition approval of Terraform's Labs co-founder Do Kwan to either to the US or South Korea. The high court previously determined legal requirements for Kwan's extradition, November 2023, leaving the final decision to Kwan's extradition to their Minister of Justice according to the latest decision by the appeals court which is uh, interesting. And we know Binance is now gonna pay 2.7 billion to the CFTC. Is that in addition to like the 4.3 billion or whatever they're paying to the Department of Justice? But hey, I also just read that CZ in 2023 earned like over $30 billion. It was a headline. I didn't get to pull it up because it was a story I saw right before I went live. But let me see if that has any accuracy to it. Yeah, check it out right here. Amid legal troubles, uh, CZ's wealth increased by 25 billion dollars in 2023. Ain't that wild? So what's a $4 billion fine here? $2 billion fine here? If your net worth is still insane like that, like of CZ. Let me know your thoughts, fam. And what are your thoughts regarding these ETFs? Let me know in the comments. But anyways, we still got a couple more stories to share. Let's discuss the hash rate hitting 520 quintillion exahashes per second on Christmas Day. And happy Kwanzaa, which I believe is officially today. I appreciate you guys during the holidays. So here we go. Headline reads, Bitcoin hash rate hits new peak, but profitability tumbles. The Bitcoin network computing power, which we call the mining hash rate, reached a new all-time high on Christmas yesterday, but has put more pressure on the miners amid the slump and profitability. December 25th, the Bitcoin hash rate reached 540, oh wow, even higher than I thought, 544 
a quintillion exahashes per second, according to blockchain.com. The data was confirmed by BitInfo charts, which reported an average hash rate peak over the weekend. And it comes as the network hash rate have more than doubled this year, climbing 130% since January, and Bitcoin itself price-wise is up over 160%, so not so shabby. Over the same period, the Bitcoin hash had increased. The asset's price virtually mirrored the chart, climbing more than 150% since January 1st. That's right, didn't we start the year off down at like 18 Gs at that ballpark. Today, we're at above 42, so it's been a lit year. Uh, Reflexivity Research co-founder and on-chain analyst William Clemente looked at the hash rate on the log scale, commenting, the summer 2021 China mining ban is barely a blip, and imagine fading the most secure decentralized open source monetary network on the planet. Couldn't be me. Now, a high hash rate may be nice for theoretical price models, such as the implied hash-adjusted price. But it is not good news for the miners who must work harder to secure the next block. The hash price, a measure of profitability, has fallen over the past week as the BRC20 ordinal inscription craze cooled. Hash price is currently at about $0.09 cents per terahash per second per day, according to the hash rate index. Profitability has fallen 34% since its 2023 high of, what is that, 0.136 terahashes per second per day on December 17th. The hash price often spikes during elevated demand, causing the high transaction fees, such as during the recent inscriptions frenzy. That's right, about a week or two ago, the average uh, transaction fee on the Bitcoin blockchain was roughly $30, but I know it has significantly dropped lower, I think back down to the $5 price range. Let me know if you guys have moved any Bitcoin around this week. Let me know what the fees were. Uh, quoting him here, we're approaching almost an entire new year without fully clearing the Bitcoin mempools. Having sustained elevated fee pressures since February, according to Glassnode analyst Check Matey, and the network hash rate first passed the milestone of 500 quintillion exahashes per second figure late November, as reported. So there, you freaking have it. What are your thoughts regarding this hash rate? Dive into our featured story of the day and discuss the implied hash-adjusted price for Bitcoin is now over $400,000 per coin, as per the high priest's a Bitcoin, Max Kaiser. And welcome everyone just tuning into the live show. We appreciate everyone's support. So yeah, Max just tweeted this on Christmas Day. Implied hash adjusted price for Bitcoin is now over 400,000 per coin. This was off the back of the new record Bitcoin hash rate surpassing 520 quintillion exahashes per second. Look how sexy this is. Holy moly, talk about just going straight up vertical. I personally cannot wait until the price action does this on a candle with the God candle. Send it and let's go. Some other interesting tweets. Max Kaiser reaffirms his Bitcoin price prediction of 400,000 all the way back in September of 2020. That's right. I've been covering all the predictions of Max throughout the years and he has been preaching 400,000 for quite some time. He also uh, tweeted uh, back in November, Bitcoin is self-aware and fighting AI on behalf of humanity. The hash, talking about the hash rate, precedes the price. The hash adjusted price is close to $400,000. He also tweeted, as the global ban market melts down, all it would take is for 7 to 8% of that fleeing bond money to flow into Bitcoin, to 20x Bitcoin, to $400,000 per coin. And uh, really quick, just run the math uh, from $50,000, because this is actually a tweet back from last year in September of 2022. From $50,000, family, to for us to hit a million a coin is just 20x. And if you start just, again, thinking out loud, basic math, to 20x is just 10x times two. So hypothetically speaking, we can 10x the cycle, 
from the current price action, and that's halfway there, right? And another 10X, I mean, we're gonna blow past a million dollars per coin. So anything is possible with uh, Bitcoin especially. He also wrote 220,000 in uh, 2022 is still in play, driven by the bond apocalypse. Clearly, we didn't hit $220,000 in 2022, but I still feel that target is likely to come into play in 2024. Let me know your thoughts. He wrote here this morning, capitulation is here. The fiat money world has thrown in the towel. Now, the few with the resources are building Bitcoin positions as fast as possible under a million dollar BTC. And he's uh, quoting this article here from Buttonwood. Why would why Bitcoin is up almost 150% this year, introducing the cockroach theory of crypto. So there you have it. There's a cockroach theory. Uh, also, I'm going to be sharing with you a little bonus story of Anthony Scaramucci predicting Bitcoin hitting 400,000 per coin along with a billion global users. But first, I promise to dig a little deeper down the rabbit hole. I want to read this thread that Max started on December 20th because he updated it uh, today, uh, referring to the Barry Silbert stepping down and resigning from the Digital Currency Group, which is uh, Grayscale and their GBTC product, the largest hodler of Bitcoin in the world. So here's quoting Max. In 40 years of finance, I have never seen such coordination and cooperation by so many financial institutions working hand in glove with the regulators and politicians as I'm seeing with the coming wave of Bitcoin ETFs. I think we may be in for an unwelcome surprise. Now here's some clarity what he's talking about. Seems like these Bitcoin ETFs have all agreed to cash in, cash out. Investors will track the price but have no claim on actual BTC, a fiat money version a Bitcoin. Simultaneously, Washington is apparently looking to ban self-custody. If this is true, it's exceptional. Due to the size of the highly coordinated bait and switch by Wall Street and Washington, the best way to beat them is to move to Bitcoin country, El Salvador. And this was off the back of the news that Swan shared here just in. Firms are anticipating a decision from the SEC on Bitcoin spot ETFs shortly after January 8th. They are optimistic about approval, but with a caveat. Unlike typical ETFs, this Bitcoin ETF would require shares to be purchased exclusively with cash. This requirement stems from the SEC's concerns about ETFs potentially being used for money laundering. A detailed report on this development is expected soon. Now, as if fiat money isn't used every day for money laundering and JP Morgan Chase uh, didn't have to pay $38 billion in fine for money laundering. But anyways, he continues, the timing of this is also interesting. A conspiracy theorist might say these 69,000 Bitcoin are now a key part of the collateral backing these ETF rollouts, referring to the Bitcoin confiscated from Silk Road. The government and proxies get the benefit of the price appreciation on their actual Bitcoin as billions flow into the new fake Bitcoin ETFs. This was on the back of the news that Gaber Gerbach shared December 20th. U.S. Appeals Court approved the forfeiture of over 69,000 Bitcoin from the Silk Road case. People are speculating if and when the U.S. government would sell the coins. I wonder why one can just print money would actually sell hard assets. Just a thought. And I think he makes a great point there. Now, there's more in the thread. Let me find it here. GBTC has approximately 600,000 Bitcoin. The deal with the government to get the ETF approval via the SEC and Gensler, and remember, Barry has been caught engaging in accounting irregularities, so needs a friend and the DOJ. It is to make those Bitcoin easily available in the government in certain circumstances, like an economic emergency that is 100% already baked 
into the cake. So there he's calling it. And this was back December 21st. Now remember today, I read a headline that Barry Silbert is stepping down as the head of uh, Grayscale, which makes it even more interesting. And I think Max is right on this. This is highly unusual, supports my theory. We'll find out soon enough. And this was off the back of the headline, SEC holding a rare conference call today with all the spot Bitcoin ETF applicants discussing it must be cash in, cash out, meaning they're not accepting Bitcoin in or Bitcoin out for their ETF. Then he said unprecedented. And again, showing you all the largest asset managers meeting up with the SEC. So clearly some coordination and cooperation is happening in real time. And uh, as he shared here, he updated us this morning, something wicked this way is a coming off the headline, Barry Silbert resigning at Grayscale chairman. This was baked into the cake and Max called that last week before it was a headline. So massive kudos and shout outs to Max Kaiser, the one and only high priest of Bitcoin. Now for the headline, Bitcoin to 400,000 as per Max Kaiser. That's where he believes the Bitcoin price should be according to the current hash rate. So let's discuss this. And then I'm gonna give you the bonus story of Scaramucci predicting $400,000 per coin. Be sure to smash those likes, fam. On Christmas day, the Bitcoin network achieved a historic milestone, recording the all-time high mining hash rate of 544 Quintillion exahashes per second. This surge reflecting the remarkable increase of the hash rate since the year's commencement, echoing the digital asset impressive price trajectory, which had soared 160% year to date. Let's go. Now, Max, as we all know, is the high priest uh, of El Salvador, recently took to social media, suggesting the implied in, uh, hash rate price of Bitcoin surpassing 400,000 per coin. And while this sparks speculation about potential price models, the practical implications are exerting increasing pressure on miners grappling with a substantial dip in profitability. But the miners know at the same time this is bullish because every halving what happens to the price, even though the minor rewards are cut in half, the price always does more than 2x. So you already know. And also, I shared breaking news, I think two episodes ago on the pod, that Russia, the largest miner, is setting up a mining hub in Ethiopia, Africa. Why? Electricity must be cheap out there. So mina, I mean, China, uh, Russia is coming on board already doing Bitcoin-related deals as the game theory continues in full effect. Now, the parallel surge in both the hash rate of the Bitcoin price presents a paradox for the mining community. A heightened hash rate signifies that miners must intensify their efforts to secure the next block, translating into elevated operational costs and a challenging operational landscape. So there you have it. I mean, I think miners are going to be loving their profitability in 2024, but let me know your thoughts. Now for our bonus story of the day, I transcribed something Anthony Scaramucci shared in which he believes Bitcoin of 400,000 as well as a billion users on the blockchain. So what does Bitcoin look like? At a billion users, quoting Scaramucci of Skybridge Capital, I'm going to be very simplistic. A billion users is roughly 8x more than we are where we are right now. Bitcoin actually think we are undervalued and technically oversold here. So I would have thought the Bitcoin would be where we are in terms of users at 50,000. So intrinsic fair value to me would be 400,000 per coin. Interesting as it's right in alignment with Max Kaiser, right? I'd add a billion users because again, you have a fixed supply and you've got less than 21 million coins available. So you and I both know that the mining finishes in the year 2140 when the last Bitcoin will be mined. But you've also have a lot of lost coins in the process of adoption. We probably got two to three million coins that have been misplaced. Now, 
If I was to estimate, I'd say it's probably closer to four to five million because so many people lost Bitcoin in the early years. You know, Satoshi's wallet's known to hold roughly 1.1 million collectively. So that number could be even higher, which means there's never going to be 21 million Bitcoin actually circulating. It may be closer to like 17 or 16 million, just FYI. They can be in a landfill. They can be in an old BlackBerry or somebody's laptop back from 2010. Like an Alex Jones, he claims the 10,000 Bitcoin that Max gifted him on the laptop he can't find it. It's gone, if you believe him. <laughs> so the result of which would probably have about 18 million coins in the universe. So there are 48 million millionaires on planet Earth, according to JP Morgan. Well, there's only 18 million Bitcoins in existence. Let that sink in. You don't even have enough Bitcoins for every millionaire on the planet Earth to just own one coin. So you can't tell me that the scarcity properties of this are not going to drive the prices higher. So there you have it. Let me know if you agree or disagree with the Mooch himself, Anthony Scaramucci, as well as uh, Max Kaiser, regarding that the implied hash rate adjusted price right now for Bitcoin is 400000 per coin, ultimately saying we should be 10x where the price action is right now. And how realistic do you feel it will be for Bitcoin to 10x this cycle from the current price action? Let me know your thoughts in the comments right down below. And don't forget to check out CryptoNewsAlerts.net for the full premium experience with video and to participate in our live Q&A. And I look forward to seeing you on tomorrow's episode. HODL.